he has a mic or something. It's this is my really nice. Yeah. So I wrote cool. down the line "Ice Cream Castles in the Air" because that's like just the song goes like from clouds to love to life. Like she expands that, mm-hmm. um, that like funnel of what she's thinking about. Um, there's this new song out uh, called "Dreamsicle" by Jason Isbell, which is coming on his new album, which is out on Friday. That's like kind of about that, and it's I don't know. I uh, maybe I'll I'll read some of the things I. Um, wrote like the things that you think of think about as kids that change over your life like do you really know anything at all is it sad is it happy or is it just introspective Um, and then I wrote nothing really stays the same um, or maybe nothing really changes and you do and your perception does Mm -hmm. Um, and then the third the third verse you know uh, my friend's are acting strange they shake their heads they say i've changed that's so sad to me too you know Mm -hmm. it's like do your friends change or do you or do you just like not know each other anymore or did you never really know them um i think it's like so much more of a complex song than from the first glance Mm -hmm. um but at the same time everyone knows exactly what she's talking about which i think is just like the mark of a really good song like every listen becomes more complex but on the first listen you can know exactly what she's talking about and it comes out with these layers yeah oh yeah yeah thank you good stuff yeah that is so sad to think about just like the nature of change in, in relation to time especially with the people you care about i think it's i don't think it's a sad song though though you know like Mm-hmm. I after listening I listened to the song a ton um during this summer. Yeah. Um or not the summer, when was it? Like this fall. I don't even know uh-huh. what it is right now, but uh recently yeah. <laughs> I listened to this song a ton and wrote a song that was like kind of in that in that theme and that vibe um that's actually going to be on the next Love and Other Complaints volume 2 nice um yeah you're very good at plugging i, I respect that. <laughs> you know you're working. you just gotta you just gotta, you gotta plug it's it's all plugging i'm always plugging <laughs> I can imagine i'm at the like, grocery store i'm plugging <laughs> plugging away <laughs> all right yeah. um connor yeah, what did I you just, uh... i i wrote a short little poem called nature's paintbrush um this song just like put me in a place where I was just like I was admittedly also I've been playing a ton of Red Dead Redemption 2 and um so I've had like open plains on my mind and like babbling brooks um so I just kind of like got put into this place where I was it was just like sunset and I was just you know laying down in a bed of cool grass looking up at the sky so this is called nature's paintbrush Open plains, pure Novocaine. The silence of the clouds makes my heart roar with peace. Lilting notes of lavender tickle the flowers next to the brook. Nature's paint brushes the skies with a deluge of orange, pink, and blue. I find my home in that sky every time I say goodbye. Darker light, my world lifts me high. Oh, that's nice. I like deluge as a word. 
to yeah, describe that word. song. I just I just love writing it out like deluge. <laughs> yeah i don't know I, I i didn't write a ton there just because i was just like i felt like that was kind of like the the the, the, gra- the song was kind of like gradual to me so i just kind of took my time with it great song choice um thea yeah great choice there grant you want to you want to blast the intro music now or what yeah sure if i could find it <laughs> It's been a, it's been a while. We haven't been on the waves in a while. Yeah, yeah. We haven't been from the the sound waves in a minute. Yeah, I think we should just keep going until I find it. But uh, all right, cool. I have a I have a question about. I'm looking on your Spotify right now, Theo, yeah. and I'm curious about Cheerios and chocolate milk. Yeah, <laughs> yeah man, that's like. <laughs> big nostalgia type song um i still do like when you mix cheerios and chocolate milk like plain cheerios not plain honey cheerios. Nut cheerios interesting yeah because honey nut cheerios are already too sweet right so i think right. when you That's mix fair. like you get like that like blandness of the cheerios with the chocolate milk very delicious um oh. <laughs> so i've been making that for a while and so i um wrote this song actually sophomore year of college called Cheerios and chocolate milk. And it's, uh, I don't know. It's kind of like a nostalgia bait (laughs) type song. Um, but it's just like about, I don't know. It, it's all an introspective type song. Um, and that's, that's that one. You can, you can listen to it after this. If you will do. Yeah, for sure. Get those, get those views up or the the clicks that engagement <laughs> the, the song art is the graphic is sick oh thanks yeah i make all the album art for my stuff um, oh you do yeah so i started off like for everybody else it was like this kind of sci-fi i i like reading sci-fi and i have this uh-huh. um i have like a few like vintage copies and so this one was i think it was uh I can't remember what the book was. It's on my shelf right now. But like those like 1970s sci-fi books all have the dopest art on the covers because they're yeah. like weirdly like retro clothing. But then it's like this weird um, like collage of sci-fi elements. So that's what I did for that one. And then um, Running Blind was the next song. And it was also kind of that sci-fi vibe. And then Cheerios ended up being not sci-fi, but just like. <laughs> that's from the the image is actually from like a 19 like 70s or 80s cheerios commercial and i just I like took it out yeah. and then put myself in there that's and then funny. the tv cool. obviously is like kind of retro as well yeah, yeah. very nostalgic cover yeah. right there nice nice um so i'm like i'm seeing that your first spotify uh ep was in 2015 so like did you so you were back in high school you were just more like in the band type thing or like uh like did you did your um like recreational music career start in college or like was it beforehand too it was so the (laughs) the ep that came out in 2015 was like a few songs that i'd written i guess junior through senior year of high school okay um And 
senior year is when I started playing out. Like I just started reaching out to venues in New York and seeing if I could play shows. And nice. Um, so I did that. And so a lot of these songs are the ones that like I would do. And it was mainly it's all solo pretty much like I still play. I play with a band sometimes, but like mm-hmm. it's usually just me. Um, yeah. And those ones are kind of more in the Americana vein, I would say. OK. Um, I thought about taking it down because I was like, it's not so consistent with what I'm putting out now. But, you know, fuck it. I feel like. Yeah. <laughs> whatever photography on there if there are any big fans that want to hear it they can day ones ones, (laughs) yeah that's cool so what what flipped the switch for you to like start reaching out to venues and like you know start performing for yourself um i had always kind of wanted to but i didn't really know I didn't think I was like that good, I guess. And then I started performing at these coffee houses at my school, at my high school. Nice. Um, there were pretty cool events. Like they would be like, you know, a hundred or more people from the high school would show up. And um, it was a pretty well put on produced event. And so I started playing at those and people enjoyed it. And they're like, these are actually good. <laughs> and I was like, oh shit, maybe. And <laughs> Um, I don't know what spawned it. I just was like, Hey, maybe I could play a show. I had wanted to do that kind of stuff, you know, like by senior year, I had kind of decided that that's what I wanted to do or at least try to do. Um, and so I just reached out. The first show I played is at Rockwood Music Hall, um, stage two, tiny little space. Nice. And it was cool. I think I probably did like four three or four during my senior year and then just over the course of the next couple of years kept doing that and then you know wanting to do music was a big reason I chose to go to Vandy um just mm-hmm. being in that in Nashville and having those yeah. resources here um so that was and and it's been good you know I I in since being in Nashville I've played at a lot of the places around like Bluebird I got to play one night oh, um nice. and then I actually think this was for the wait. Oh, it was the Fisi formal was at, or maybe it was a date party was at cannery ballroom. Uh-huh. And they were like, do you want to play? I think this was sophomore year maybe, or junior year. Yeah. And they were like, do you want to play? Like, do you want to be the music? And so I was like, sure. So I got a group of my friends together. We learned a whole set of like stupid covers and played them which was fun so i can say i performed at cannery ballroom now nice um, check it off the list <laughs> yeah i mean and obviously with like the Meladors, um we got to perform in some crazy places too we got to play, yeah per, we got to sing at the ryman last year um yeah that's freaking awesome which was yeah t- talk crazy. to talk to us more about the Meladors. how does that factor into your musical journey yeah man so I was in this acapella group, the Melodors. Um, I was in acapella in high school and didn't think I was going to continue with it in college, but saw the Melodors perform at uh, Spotlight our freshman year and just felt like I could be a part of that. It seemed like a cool thing, just like a group of guys singing, which mm-hmm. I guess kind of sounds stupid off the bat, but <laughs> they were they were really good when I saw them and Um, They had just won the sing-off, which is obviously pretty crazy. So I auditioned. I got in. That year was a crazy year. 
because I was kind of reaping all the rewards of <laughs> what they had done. So yeah. we like got to perform at the White House holiday party for Obama. <laughs> Like literally, what? dude, like five feet away from Obama. Oh, what was like, that like? They, so <laughs> I don't remember. Honestly, I kind of blacked out like the whole time. I, we got this gig request from them. They're like, you want to perform at the White House Christmas party or holiday party, I guess. And um, they, so we're, we're standing out there performing as the guests walk in Um some i think some important people passed us but i like didn't know i know the head of planned parenthood was there and she came up to us after and she was like you were awesome and we were like you were awesome <laughs> and we didn't really know when we got there if we were going to be able to perform for obama like himself but then about like halfway through like 2 hours of singing our holiday songs on repeat they were like all right you're going to come into a room with us the president and the first lady are going to walk into the room. It's just going to be you and them. You're going to sing one minute of a song. You're going to shake their hands. You're going to take a picture. Um, And so we did that. (laughs) And uh, I don't even remember what I said to him when I shook his hand. Um, I like actually blacked out. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, so nice to meet you. You but um it was crazy yeah it was really awesome and then nerves like in that situation i feel like dude i mean so nervous they were really nice too they they loved it um it was just kind of a surreal experience to like be in the white house to perform for them in the white house and um but that year we we did a tour in europe um did some other crazy things and over the last couple years you know we did another european tour uh our senior year we went to dubai and seoul south korea and then we like we flew so we flew into dubai we went east um to dubai kept going east to south korea and then kept going east to do a big show in san francisco and then kept going east and we got back to nashville so we literally flew around the world oh my god (laughs) wow which was crazy i mean we had the best time it was you know, it's a, it's a weird thing to be in an acapella group in general, you know, um, but yeah, you know, I'd, I'd say the so, benefits outweigh the quote unquote yeah. weirdness there. <laughs> no, I mean, and, and yeah, they were like, you know, my best friends and uh, we got to travel and sing and people enjoyed it. And uh, I think for my own music, that kind of just like showed me the power that like harmony has. Um, and so in a lot of the music that I've been putting out harmony, like vocal harmony has been a really important part of that. Um, and I think that's at least partly, uh, because of Melodors. That's so cool, man. Cool. (laughs) So that's my acapella spiel. Nice. (laughs) I've always been curious about that because like. I mean, obviously the Meldors are like a huge deal and like, um, I don't know. I just, do you think you like paid more attention to vocals as a result of? Yeah. I mean, we were, I was singing like at least three, four times a week with a group where you had mm-hmm. to sing in tune at least. Um, mm-hmm. So I think my voice got better as a result of just like simply singing. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, but I think like no, I don't know. I, I I would perform with some of them at some of my shows too. Like they would perform some of my songs with me, which has been really cool to see mm-hmm. and to do. Um, and just every year to get new guys that like, you know, it's like a frat, I guess. Um, yeah. In a way, which is a kind of a cool thing because I didn't end up being in a frat and um, have like the common, but like, you know, in the common shared purpose was to sing, which is funny, but <laughs> that's yeah. cool. You know. I have a question. Of externality, that. sir. Sorry, Grant, go ahead. No, I was going to say after Vanderbilt, when you left there, um, were you more amped about just being able to kind of just pursue music on your own in your own space or did you kind of yearn to kind of stick with a group or want to just well yeah go ahead i mean i think it's kind of lame to keep doing acapella after college yeah yeah if i'm being honest (laughs) but there definitely is and and i have really been enjoying pursuing this kind of on my own and and you know you kind of build up a team as well like Ben Pleasant like plays guitar mm. on a lot of my stuff. And I have mm. a producer who's like one of my good friends, Justin Johnson. Um, but, you know, you do miss the part of it where you're like traveling and performing with the same group of guys. And there is some kind of like magic to musical collaboration, I think, which is definitely something I miss. I mean, especially right now, considering I don't really see anyone. Yeah. 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 And I'm just like so singing brutal. into a mic in my room, but yeah. Yeah. Has it, has this time, I guess specifically been beneficial at least just for the craft of writing or singing or any of that? Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's all day what am I going to do? And I can just do music, which is like a weird thing that's what I've been like longing for. Totally. for a long time you know like when you're in school and you're like shit i don't want to like write this paper like i just want to whatever make music or you know anything like that so it's been a cool thing it's also kind of a weird thing because i think when you have like so much time to do stuff you end up doing like less stuff than yeah. if you you know had a certain amount of time where you had to be productive but that being said i've done a shit ton of stuff <laughs> since being in in like quarant or whatever social distancing time um yeah. mm-hmm. it's allowed me to like produce more than i would have which i think ends up being beneficial i guess that kind of goes against what i was saying but i think i've made like more stuff and not necessarily more better stuff but just kind of making a a wide variety, just a large quantity of stuff ends up making like, you know, one or two things that's better than what I could have done had I not had the time to just like throw stuff at the wall and see what stuck. Totally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's interesting. So like before, was it like a more like focused process where like you would really try to like, you know, up the quality and lower the quantity? Yeah, I, th- I, I think probably that's what it was. Um I think there's more of like a concerted effort before Mm -hmm. that's like, okay, here's my time. I'm going to try to do this and maybe some of it's better. And honestly, maybe some of it's worse, but I think now it's more just like, what can I, what am I going to make today? Like, what can I make? 
it, it it's not going to be good, which is always something that I never thought that I would get behind because I was like, why would you make something if it's not good? Right. Um, But I've been like making stupid little like covers of song. Like I did a, a, a disco cover of new kid in town by the Eagles nice. that was, it actually kind of slaps, but like stuff like that, that I wouldn't have done otherwise just cause I didn't have the time to like spend two, three days working on this little stupid remix cover, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think in that it teaches you some skill, like just getting familiar with the recording software and the production process and all of that. For sure. Yeah, before had you a a producer, um, but do you like also have a hand in the production process then? Yeah, for sure. So I, the way I'll usually do it is I'll write the song, I'll lay down. I have like pretty good equipment here, so I'll lay down like the vocals and guitar, Mm -hmm. or like a rough sketch of what I want it to be, because I can produce well enough to know or to like kind of show someone. So then I'll go in and I'll be like, "Hey, check this out." I want it to, I know usually what I kind of want it to sound like, but I can't always make it sound like that. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, And so Justin has been like a dope person to have, you know, like on my side, on my team, helping out with that. And like, I mean, a lot of the crazy sounds like on the most, most recent release was kind of like the craziest stuff that we've done um, sonically, I guess. And Mm -hmm. he had a large hand you know, and making it sound as crazy as it does, or I think it sounds crazy. <laughs> Definitely. As far as um, just music, like as a career, I guess, did you, has that been a want for you for a long time? Or Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I remember like a few things about, when I just like first started having these ideas, like maybe I could be a musician. Maybe I could, maybe I should try to be a famous musician. And it was like playing rock band when I was in like (laughs) fifth grade and I was doing like the singing one and it was Danny California and I got fucking 100%. And I was like, (laughs) holy shit. I was like, maybe I'm a good singer. And uh, video games aren't productive. I know exactly. Like <laughs> I was just ripping Danny California, and <laughs> so that <laughs> that was one of the the things I remember. I don't know. It was kind of one of those th- one of those things where you like plod along for a while, thinking maybe you're decent, and then eventually more and more people say that you're decent, and then you start to think like, oh, maybe I can do this, and people will enjoy it. Um, I guess that's my reasonable answer to that question. Yeah. I mean, do you, does it like come into your mind when you're writing songs or making music? Like, man, I don't know if I should cater this to a certain audience or I don't know. If yeah. I... It's, it's always easy to get like, like stuck in that kind of li- line of thinking. Yeah. Um, I think especially, I mean, with writing, I think it's always important to like keep in mind what you're trying to create. Um, That usually helps me like having some set guidelines or telling myself like this is the kind of thing I'm going to make. But I think if I start thinking about it too much, then I just like make nothing or I make something that's awful. So a lot of the time it'll start, I'll use an idea as like a 
jumping off point and then kind of just like let what I want to do dictate what I create. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, it's always fun for me to create things based on like prompts um, or be like, Hey, I'm going to try to write a, like, I don't know, like Lumineers song today or whatever, a just a stupid ass Justin Bieber, like yummy <laughs> type song. Um, but I think in the end, if you want to make something unique or at least just like true to yourself you kind of have to like subconsciously absorb all of the influences you have and then make something that you and en- you end up making and then i think whatever you end up making will be like is usually what's truest for me yeah Absolutely. nice i have a question just about also i guess in that process do you find yourself um i guess creating or having an idea for a song and you write a little bit of it and then you just stop it and you're like, yeah, I'm just going to move on to the next one or try something new. Like how many, I guess, how many unfinished compared to like <laughs> finished songs do you have? So many unfinished <laughs> yeah. or so many finished songs where I'll just like be so psyched in the moment and I'll like write the song and be like, this is dope. And then come back to it the next day and be like, this is awful. <laughs> like, what am I, what was I thinking? So usually I mean, the test for me a lot of the time is like, can I listen to it when I'm high and do I like it? No. And <laughs> if that's this test, <laughs> if that if it works, then, you know, I mean, you can only listen to it once because then you try listening to it again. You're like, holy shit, like I, can't, I don't even know what's going on. Um, but yeah, a lot more unfinished or just like stuff that is has been trashed than finished. And I think that that's. I think that's a good thing. I think it's like kind of goes back to what I'm saying. Like what I was saying before, like you just kind of got to make a lot of bad stuff until you like get to the good. Like everything you start, like I've been, (laughs) I started building furniture during this time, during the last like (laughs) six weeks. Um, And I've made actually some kind of sweet stuff, like a bookshelf that's in my room right now. Nice. Um, But everything that I make, for everything that I make, the next thing is like a little better just because of like what I've learned. Right. So I think it's the same way with music. Like you'll at least learn like a little new technique or a little thing to put in the next thing, regardless of what you make. So how long did it take you to to be comfortable, I guess, releasing the songs that you have, have out now? Oh, I don't know if I'm <laughs> ever... Yeah, I mean, I don't know if I ever get to that point. Like, it'll be like two days before the release and I'll have submitted it to like 30 blogs and all of them turned it down. They're like, this is not, we don't want to review this or like, this is shit. Uh And uh, it's always a struggle, you know? You always second guess it. And I think something at least that I've started doing or trying to do in the last year and a half or so is just like put it out. Because, it, you know, if some people... Like most likely not everyone will love it, but like if some people like it, then that's better than no one ever hearing it at all. hundred um, percent. So there's always that, you know, trepidation, but um, I think it's a, it's a good thing. I don't know if I was super confident about putting stuff out and then it got trashed, I'd be a lot sadder than, <laughs> yeah. than now. <laughs> what, what blogs do you reach out to? 
do like all the blogs. <laughs> I go on. <laughs> I, uh, I don't know. I don't Submit know much Hub. about the blog scene. What, walk me through it. There's a website called Submit Hub, which is like a genius idea. So like, I I, I don't know how new it is. It's probably like five years old or something. But before that, you know, you would submit to all these blogs. You would just like email them or whatever, fill out a form on their website. Um, no accountability, like no way to know if they'll get back to you or whatever. But then this, they created this website, Submit Hub, where um, all these blogs will be like, okay, we'll take submissions on Submit Hub. So you, it's like a common app, but for your songs. And you can select, you like pay to be able to submit it. It's like a dollar per submission or something. Um or maybe more for some of them for the premium ones, but you'll always get a response if you submit to like a premium blog or something. And that way you can like keep track of which ones rejected what they said um, and that whole kind of thing. And they'll, and you'll get the feedback. So it's a blessing and a curse because I'm not as picky or choosy about which blogs I'll try to submit for. So then I end up submitting to some that like aren't the vibe. Um, but it also has the opportunity for you to expose your music to like way more people, which is a cool thing. That's really cool. Um, but there are so many blogs out there, you know. Interesting. Obviously, they're the best types of music reviews, like a, you know, like a Rolling Stone, but <laughs> or like a Pitchfork. Somewhere. Yeah, or like a Pitchfork, but those. You gotta, I feel like you have to get to a certain point before you can start pitching those. Um, but that's also something I've learned working at the PR company, you know, mm-hmm. like I'll, I'll do the, the tour press for a lot of the artists and I'll reach out to all the local news or all the local music journalists for someone that's going on tour. And I'll be like, Hey, huh. you know, this artist is coming through Des Moines, Iowa. You should write, you should go to the concert and write up their show. Um, so in that way, it's been pretty valuable in terms of transferable skills to my own career. Interesting. Do you think an artist would be able to, I don't know, gain any publicity without reaching out to blogs? Yeah. I mean, I think we're seeing that with a lot of Spotify playlist placements. Um, and you know, you can you can get a million streams by being on the right Spotify playlist and also having a good song, obviously. Um, but I think blogs are cool for people that think that they're cool for reading a blog. You know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, and like, maybe it looks good when you're pitching to like a label or to, you know, any of that kind of more professional stuff. But I think, I would say that the vast majority of people don't read blogs and don't find music from their blogs. I would say people find them from, from like Spotify discover algorithms Mm -hmm. um, or just legit word of mouth. Um, I think that's still super powerful and blogs definitely would play a role in that. Um, But I don't know. I, I still have faith that if someone likes a song, they'll send it to their friends. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so speaking of like record labels, what does that factor into like your, I don't know, like long-term goals for music, like getting signed to a label or like, what what does that look like for you? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I haven't had (laughs) any bites 
you know, people aren't um, like scrambling to sign me, but right. I think labels can be really good for a career or I think really stifling for a young career, especially mm-hmm. um, because, you know, a label can toss a bunch of money at you and say like, Hey, you don't have to work a job this year, but like, we're going to recoup all the money that we give or like, you know, you, we own this, like, you know, so mm-hmm. I, it, it depends what label they're obviously like independent labels, which are um, sometimes better at, allowing the artists their own kind of creative autonomy. Um, But I I don't know. I I honestly don't know what I would do. I don't know where it lies in my plan. What I do know, which I guess I can kind of like say on this. So me and Ben Pleasant are starting a company. Oh, Um, we're going to be starting. Well, the, the grand goal is just, just to have a music company. Mm -hmm. TKBP music nice. group llc nice. um <laughs> it's not llc'd yet and <laughs> tbd but right now yeah <laughs> tbd it, it'll it'll get there i think one day but the goal is to have that kind of be the umbrella company and then we'll have like a record label and a publishing company um a studio you know maybe some other kind of like branches um that's awesome would it be based but we're starting yeah or based wherever we are mm-hmm. you know um roommates five years running so yeah we'll see um off the charts off the (laughs) off the charts we're starting we're gonna start with um a publishing company just to kind of like establish some infrastructure um in terms of our own writing credits and and stuff like that Mm -hmm. uh it's gonna be called very good publishing nice and we're working on that we're Straight to the work, point. Very good. We're working on very good, maybe exclamation point. Very good. <laughs> People will that. know, you know? Um, so that's, I mean, that kind of goes with what I guess you were asking about labels. It's, yeah, it's a weird world to try to navigate, especially right now. Um, and it, it always, I think, just depends on the people like that you're working with. Like if it's a good, if you trust the people, then I feel like. Mm-hmm. It, it'll work out do you have any target uh signings to, for... the, to the perspective label <laughs> um not right now you know we're gonna have to hire an a and r representative uh <laughs> the whole works no but i mean for now it the the goal is just to have something that we can control and we can own and mm-hmm. call the shots which I think is just like a cool thing to be able to do. Um, even if it's more of a formality than anything else. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's a that's sick exciting. idea, man. We'll out. see. We'll see. Dang. Sweet, sweet, sweet. You interested in uh, signing a young, you know, Cavalier podcast to your label? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Dude, we'll take eighty-five percent of your earnings. <laughs> they're unproven. We're a right shark. Now. Bail, bail, they're, bail. They're stealing. Yeah. Is, you know, through the roof. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's exciting stuff. Yeah. Um. Well, we've got we've got a, we usually do a few activities on the pod. Sure. Um, you know, just take a little break from all these 
these questions. All these we're questions we're slinging at you. We're just, yeah. we're slinging hard. Um, <laughs> I got a. Do you have any questions for us, by the way? <laughs> um, <laughs> other than the ones I asked in the beginning, <laughs> what is this? <laughs> <laughs> what are we doing? <laughs> we're just a couple chill people? guys, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I don't know. I'll, 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 if I think of something, I'll. <laughs> I'll give you a shout. Sounds good. Sounds good. Okay. <laughs> Should we do this or that, or would you would you rather, Connor? Uh, why don't we let Theo decide? All right. How, blind what, choice. What, what is the difference between this or that, and would you rather? <laughs> That's something we can't tell you. All right. I'm going to go with this or that. Classic. All righty. This or that. Okay. We'll throw some would you rathers in there later. But okay. this or that, we're just going to give you two little options and basically you just choose the one that you prefer. And we we would like you to answer quickly, very promptly. Um, okay. You know, it's just gut instinct. That's what we're going for here. We run a tight uh, ship around here, Theo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Gotta, no, no fucking step around. in line. <laughs> Can okay. I curse? I didn't even ask. Fuck of course. Okay. <laughs> yeah, of course. All right, good. Um. All right, Connor, you want to go back and forth on these? Uh, yeah, sure. What are we doing again? This or that? We're doing this or that, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm going to start off. Puzzles or, or board games? Board games. New York or Nashville? No, fuck. <laughs> Come on, no. Dude, oh, I can't comment on that one. <laughs> All, all the Theo Candlelights in New York will be pissed if you pick Nashville. Dude, I know. Well, I want to live in New That's York. That's a good when fan group name. The Candlelights. Yeah, but dude, then it then it messes up people actually pronouncing it right. You Candel, know? Candlelights. Candel. I'm going to send you guys some of my stickers that I just made. That have the phonetic spelling of my name on them. <laughs> nice. Actually, no, for real, I made them. Do, do a bunch of people <laughs> call you Theo Candle? all the time i mean that's number one are you if, serious if i say if i if i spell my name they say candle if i say it they spell it with like two l's or sometimes they spell it like kendall like kendall but i figure it's like it's like bony Vare. like no one knew how to pronounce his name until Odd they Iver. all knew how to pronounce his name True. and so you know, one day I'll show them. One day, one day they'll fucking. Yeah, yeah all right. Now, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll forget about the, the candle lights then. Well, I'll, <laughs> the can- I'll, I'll keep candle the gears lights. turning. Maybe I'll get a sponsorship. Um, that was an excellent though. dodge, by the way, of the question. Thank you. Uh, pivot. <laughs> yeah. That was a pivot and a plug for the sticker. Yeah. Pivot plug. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's um, fundamentally sound. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, on the same vein, candles or incense? Candles. Yeah, I hate incense. Yeah. Uh, the Office or Parks and Rec? Oh, The Office. I'm actually. I'd never watched The Office until like this year. Um, Damn. At all, so I watched it, and I'm watch. Well, I actually stopped like at the last season, and now I'm mm-hmm. rewatching it again to get back there. And- nice. Nice. Never you're watch in, parts and rewatching the good parts. You're in the golden yeah. seasons. I know. I'm in. I'm at season three right now. It's like the best. Oh, yes. yes. Perfect. Uh, Comedy gold mine. Yeah. Painting or drawing? 
drawing. Wow, quick on the drawing. I like I doodle all the time. Baseball or football? Baseball. Easy, <laughs> easy money question. I played baseball like all through high school. Are you a Yankees I, fan? I'm a big Mets fan. Mets fan. Um, and I would take. I actually joined like. I'm the youngest on my men's baseball team in Nashville by Ooh. about fifteen years. I would say. Um, <laughs> But nice. dude, we play we play hardball, like legit wood bat, hardball, pitcher catcher, ump. Like it's it's <laughs> sick. What we have heck? uniforms. It's like it's awesome. So baseball. Then you go slug beers after. Yeah, well, during the games we'll slug beers. Oh, that's great. <laughs> it's so fun. Beer and like wood a, bats. What could go wrong? I know. <laughs> it's like enhanced beer league. It's just like yeah. Well, they're like some of them are. Well, they're, I'm on the Ellington Blues. That's one of the teams. And then Ellington. that, because that's one of the highways that runs through East Nashville. Right. And then um, the other team is the Red Door Rebels. And they're like sponsored by Red Door uh, Saloon. Uh-huh. So um, we have a little rivalry, but everyone's really nice. Nice. And. Yeah, it's pretty hilarious. Like there'll be guys that just like like all the guys on my team are like fifty plus, yeah. and all the guys on the Red Door team are like thirty, and they all rip cigs like the whole game. It's hilarious. <laughs> it's so funny. That's awesome. I feel like your next music video should be at one of these games, dude. I know. <laughs> I actually was gonna do that, and then now I can never play baseball again because of Corona. Oh, <laughs> all right, man. instead you'll do a Frank Ocean type video where you construct furniture while the song is playing i that's actually a good idea see yeah. Ooh, that's actually a really good idea <laughs> dude holy shit you could have no, dude that is actually a good 75 idea, a really good idea. Of his mind with a simple investment and you know labels <laughs> <laughs> exactly all right okay let's give give me some see, things I, to think I, about we, we you know, it's a give and take, you know. <laughs> yeah. I give you a little music video idea. Yeah. That's our value proposition. We're, We're still looking that. for investors. So. <laughs> well, uh, the mustard seed pledges once it has money to give some to to the the, the theoretical label. Yes. Oh, that's okay. All right, I'll think about that. Yeah. <laughs> well, we'll link up down the road. Right. Yeah. Right, no right. doubt. Um, should we go let's dive into some would you rathers alright sure <laughs> sure um, would you rather play a concert completely, completely naked with your most skilled instrument or play a concert, a concert on an instrument you've never played before fully clothed oh well, you could if I was playing guitar, if I was playing guitar naked, it would cover my shit, right? But well, like, do I have to hold it up high enough? That, like, <laughs> it's a, it has to be sorry, like super high up. I would probably say the naked one nice. and spin it 
in a fun way, you know? Yes. Everyone in the audience has to be naked too. Breaking news, Theo Candles well endowed. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Or yeah, just very average. <laughs> it's all about the mindset, right? Yeah. All exactly. right. Would you rather um, have dicks for fingers or finger for a dick? <laughs> which finger? <laughs> no, no, like for my dick, oh. which finger? Uh, you could choose. <laughs> oh, geez. Do I have that much, like, control like can i bend it with all the knuckles yeah. but there's also a nail there <laughs> there's a what there's a nail there still though so you know pros and cons oh that's true but i can cut the nail that's true right um i would and i can't bend my fingers like like well, i i mean i, I can't mean, bend my dick i guess if you're <laughs> if you're in the mood you can <laughs> okay rigid, i'm gonna say <laughs> I think I think finger finger for dick. Yeah, I think, I think that, that's that's the most popular. I think that's better for my life. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe. Just think about crazy. playing the guitar. I could be crazy porn with star dick fingers. <laughs> <laughs> be a legend. Yeah. Um, Sorry, I have to be aroused. I got the sick guitar solo coming. Otherwise, <laughs> I don't have any dexterity. No, I'm just a piano player now. I just <laughs> stick them down. Ba, 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 ba. <laughs> oh my god! I digress. Uh, would you rather be trapped in an Uber with an opera singer who doesn't stop singing, or? A lift with a heavy metal band that doesn't stop playing. Uh, I'm gonna go with uh, probably heavy metal in a lift. Even though I like Uber way better than Lyft, <laughs> you know. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta go with the heavy metal band. They'd be more fun. I feel like. Yeah, yeah. for sure. That's all. That's those are all the ones that's I've the got. <laughs> Thanks for um, playing. I'm 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 oh. fresh out, fresh out of questions of pepper and like. <laughs> Would you rather? Uh, uh, I had a good one. I feel like. No, I can't think of it. Never mind. It was going to be a good one. It was something about a podcast and being sponsored by a shitty company, but. We'll take it. <laughs> like, like Blue that. Apron. Brought to you by chips. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that would be good. Dude, yeah. I have these everything pretzel chips. Dude, I know Sick. they're so good. With the Sabra supremely spicy hummus. Oh. Yeah. That's where it's at. Alright, alright. Back back to the creation real fast. Back to the creation. Uh do you have like a do you need to be in a certain space like a location to create best or to write or um be in your mode i mean it depends if i'm like producing the stuff out like obviously i would need like my gear and shit right, right. um i feel like i can write most places um i feel like i write best when i'm like actually alone like when i know no one's listening Hmm. um and i do like 
kind of like going out there and you know i spent a night in like joshua tree a couple of years ago just solo and um had a good had a really good time nice. had a really good time actually <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, yeah uh yeah i would say i, I mean it de- yeah i did i did it's crazy what like a little half tab can do yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um but i think i don't know I, I i like being in my room and like having my space be in my room um rather than have it be like a separate studio space i think there's something cool about uh i don't know just being in this i don't know being in your bedroom making it all in mm-hmm. your room yeah what kind, of, what kind of zero software are you using i use ableton nice. um i used to use logic for a while then it broke and so then i switched to ableton and i like it way better i use uh, an apollo twin mark one interface and then uh um like neumann tlm 103 mic um which is why this quality is so high right now dude super it's good. um just like crisp clear crisp, crisp like final day do yeah you, exactly. do you play around a lot in like the the session view and just experiment with different sounds here and there yeah dude the session I, the session view. <laughs> well, there are two it's, views. There's, there's like views. the session view, the session view, and the other view. I never use the other view. I only use the one that you can see all the tracks like laid out the time chronologically. Is, the, other the other one. Well, I I, I use there. I think arrangement is the one that I don't use, but uh, I use okay, session okay. view. So you yeah. don't use the one with like the timeline. Or that, like, like, no, I I do use the one with the timeline. Which uh, one is that? I think uh, I think that one's arrangement. So you're you're in the, you're in arrangement. No, I think it's the other actually. <laughs> <laughs> I use the one that makes more fucking sense when I look at it. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. um, yeah. I'm not like an electronic producer, you know. True. So I feel like I'm not messing around with that other stuff as much. Cool. Do you ever like want to collab with like DJs or anything like that? Dude, that's actually funny that you ask that because oh, on May 22nd, I'm coming out with a remix of Everybody Else. Um, nice. It was done by my friend Romario Burrell. Oh, Burrell. yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he went to Vandy um, too, right? Yeah, he went to Vandy. He's a dope producer. So he did a little remix and uh, it's going to come out May 22nd. It's pretty cool. It's kind of like a dance dance hall type beat That's awesome um yeah i mean I, I like messing around with all that stuff a lot of the time i don't make it just because i can't make it right now mm-hmm. so as i get better i start to like dabble but it gotcha. never really feels like the true sound that i'm trying to make you know yeah That's awesome. yeah uh not really no, <laughs> I have modest. No, 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 I'm definitely not. I'm just uh, I've, I've been like fiddling around with different softwares and sounds and. Dude, he uses the other view. He's like a total rookie. It's like <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, trying to learn some piano and just fiddle around with some electronic music. Yeah, yeah, it's fun. I mean, that's it's fun to to fuck around with that one of my roommates just got like a little turntable set Mm -hmm. and uh 
I mean, up until a couple of weeks ago when he left to go back home, he we were doing like every Saturday night, he would do a little DJ set. Yeah. And it was just That's me sick. and you know, my three other roommates or three two other roommates and just That sounds like an it. excellent quarantine activity. He's like absolutely blasting this music and we're just so like loud. dancing but drinking really hard. So <laughs> this is a good Why activity go to a for bar them. when you can just rage in your living room. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, I think producing this producing specifically is seems just really cool to learn and understand and it'd be cool to help artists who are like learning and trying to make stuff on their own that don't really know a lot about Word. how to do it it'd be cool to do you produce the audio for the podcast um yes <laughs> and he made the song for it which we saw him played oh yeah i want to hear the song yeah it's it's not if this was like this was on GarageBand, just a little pulling different tracks. <laughs> Did you find it? Um, Is it lost in the archive? We'll get it. 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 Let's see. <sighs> Melvin, Melvin, uh, it didn't tune in with us today. He's our intern. <laughs> He's our intern. We hate him. We hate him, but we just love him. You know, you can't get enough. Of yeah. But it's whatever. Oh, all right, we got it. Oh, you got it? We got it. Theo, are you ready for this guy? I'm ready. All righty. This is, uh, yeah, it's, you know, it's going to come off the phone, so quality might not be the best, but here we go. We're going to let it rip. Coming to you live from across the nation, it's Mob and Mob with the Mustard Seed. Sit back, relax, take a walk, go on a drive, whatever you need to do, whatever you want to do. Welcome into the booth. Welcome to the Mustard Seed. Yep, there it is. That's that's fire. Retro. Retro. Yeah. I feel like I, I grow a 70s haircut right when I hear that. Or like an 80s haircut. Welcome to the mustard seed. <laughs> yeah, our, our ideal vision for this is to like get a sick studio one day where we have like uh like a like a booth from a restaurant, like right where where we can like convene and record. And then there's also like a hot tub. And a half court basketball court. So like, yeah, that sounds perfect. Yeah, yeah. So like whatever vibe you're feeling, you can just um, adjust. You know, yeah. Whether it's you know jacuzzi vibes or you know like like shooting a basketball and talking, like you you, you it's unmatched in terms of what you can come up with, or sitting in the yeah. jacuzzi, or sitting in the booth with your boys, just yeah. shooting the For shit. You. You know? We might have to get some some gloves in there, you know, just toss the ball around into the mix. Yeah, you know? oh, yeah, yeah. Little a wiffle ball, you can also on the basketball court. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, things are looking up. Things are things yeah, are, yeah. We're on the rise for sure, for sure. Yeah. Um, I've got a question for you, Theo. If let's say. Let's say if I was if I made my way to Nashville right now and I set up a camera, I set up mics, I set up your mic, and 
you know, I had the ability to just to stream a video to every single person in the world and you're live. Uh Or you can stream it to less if you want, but I have the ability to go to everyone in the world. What do you think you would say to every person out there? Every person in the world? Yeah. At Theo Candel on Instagram. <laughs> the plug master. <laughs> just plug, just a, the fattest plug of my life. Yeah, a what's seven up, guys? Billion person plug. Out <laughs> it would be the perfect opportunity shout to out, just shout plug. out the Melly Mel doors. Mel doors. Yeah, bro. exactly. <laughs> I don't know. I, 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 dude, I don't know. Yeah. Tell him to stay inside. Don't fuck this up anymore. Yeah. I want to go to the beach. <laughs> True. Play. They took away the basketball rim. They took they literally took away the rims of the basketball hoops at the park near me. Yeah, same. So <laughs> it sucks. It's like, dude, I was playing. I was having the best time. I would just go out there alone and shoot hoops. Like I wasn't talking to anyone. I wasn't yeah. like touching anyone. And then one day I go out there alone. I'm like vibing. I'm like in my bag. I'm yeah. like going out there. And I go and I literally take a shot. Like I hadn't looked up yet. And there's just like no rims. And then I just like dribbled around the court, like sadly alone for a bit. Dang. Yeah, they did the same shit in New York. I guess it makes a little more sense. It makes sense. No, it totally makes sense. Like I get it. It's just, you know. Heartbreaking. Heartbreaking. So the plug master plugs. He plugs on the the big screen. <laughs> I guess. Cool. I'd wish everyone the best. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, are you a do you ever listen to rap at all? Yeah, for sure. Yeah? Do you not ever, a ton. Do you ever experiment but... on your own? Yeah, I mean, if you go on Spotify and you look up Teak, T-E-A-K, all lowercase, you'll find two songs that I made sophomore year that is rap that I made. Nice. Um, And it's like the whitest rap that you've ever heard in your life. But it kind of slaps, honestly. Um, You're saying. I've I've dabbled with rap. You're saying. Who's who's Mirko Boney? Dude, so I've been doing this thing called Sound Better. Uh-huh. Um, I don't know if you've heard of it, but it's like uh, you can hire musicians to like be on your projects and shit. So this this producer was like, hey, I'm doing a cover remix of All I Need is a Miracle by Mike and the Mechanics, and I want you to sing. So I was like, sure, but I didn't want to put it out under Theo Candel. So I've just been funneling all my projects like that to Teak. Um, so it's kind of been a way to you know, exercise a different type of creative muscle. Cool. Absolutely. So you're saying if we, if we drop a beat right now, you can just hop right in. Huh? Absolutely not. <laughs> I promise I won't. Dude, I, maybe you I have promise to... I can't. Dude, come on. What? I don't have it in me. I'm not good at freestyling. I've tried. It's, it's bad. I'm not even a good oh, rapper. You're not like Kendrick Lamar. Oh my god. Yeah, it's not like Eight Mile. <laughs> if that's what you want, it's not like Eight Mile. 
<laughs> I mean, you know, we could play it, Pete, and you know, we we usually give our guests the the opportunity to, to don't do on. it. <laughs> I think all of them have have dropped in thus far, but you know, you know, we can we can. No, they haven't. Are you bullshitting me, <laughs> Connor? I think I think I, I think we like just didn't do it for one or two of them, but yeah, I, didn't do I, I don't know if that was on accident or on purpose. They never got asked. They never got asked. Yeah. But. All right. Well, I'm going to have to pass because I just know that it's going to be cringe and, you know, I got to protect the brand, you know? That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. Fair is fair. <laughs> next time, next time you're on in the studio, we'll get you on the freestyle. I'll, I'll come up with a rap for next time. <laughs> there you go. TKBP mustard seed studio. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. Excellent. Grant, do you have any more questions? I am good. Yeah. Yeah, I'm good here too. Dude, Dio, thanks so much for coming on, bro. Yeah, thanks for having me. This is this is cool. This is the first podcast I've ever done. Really? I would have thought yeah. you would have done other ones by now, but I don't even know who would have me on their podcast, but I appreciate it. This is cool. This is um, cool. we'll send you all the stuff once once we uh but yeah um yeah any any last plugs um plug four is yours i'm gonna plug the most recent release love and other complaints volume one it's on spotify it's on apple music it's on all your streaming services it's even on tiktok um you can find me on tiktok at theo candel so i can like Uh, wear spandex and like make dances to it if i wanted to not that I, I mean, that's to, literally but... my dream. <laughs> I'm just trying to get TikTok famous at this point. Um, it's really the only logical step to success for me. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I'm going to plug. I came out with a music video for everybody else that was produced, filmed, and directed by Chris Hornbuckle. Yeah, I need um, to get him on the pod. He's he's awesome. He's awesome. Chris, one of my good friends, he's a dope videographer, filmmaker, creative director, dude. I'll have um, to get him on the books. Yeah. Uh, May 22nd, everybody else for Mario Remix. Get high. And uh, those are my plugs. Awesome. Sweet. Good stuff. Uh, many thanks again, Theo. Yeah, thank and you. Yeah, thank you. Stay guys. safe, bro. Meeting you. Say hi you to guys. everyone in Nashville for me. Yeah, stay, stay, uh, stay safe, stay healthy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep. stay safe. Mask on, not mask off. Mask on. <laughs> Alrighty. Do I hit this red button to stop? Um, I think so. All right. Well, I'll let you say. Yeah. Oh, whatever. We'll figure it out. Yeah. 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 <laughs> All right. Cool. Thanks. Thank you. Thanks. Peace. Do it. I don't know how to do it. I'm gonna exit. (laughs) And Theo's back, everybody. I'm back. (laughs) I'm gonna wait. Let's see. What does the Uh, hand button do? I think that just raises your hand to like you want to talk. Oh, it's like I want to talk. Okay, I'm, I'm trying to press this red button. Should I just close it? What if I close it and it deletes the whole thing? Um, I don't think it does that, does it?
No, it's recording, so you'll you'll be fine. All right. Cool. All right. Wow. Wow. So Dude, you just, just slipped right back into the booth. Dude, it, it took me a while to get into it, like get get back into the swing of it, but I yeah. feel like we clicked in like the middle. True. So you want to do one Thursday? That was good. Uh, yeah, I'd love to. Sweet. Yeah. What and so that'd be that'd be our ninth one. That'd be number nine. And then I could get number ten potentially. And then I think that Chris Hornbuckle guy that we were talking about would be a great interview. Sweet. He's like really good at dancing and like photography and film. Cool. Um, what time on Thursday works best for you? Around this time is usually good, or like or like seven seven to nine, I would say. Seven to nine. Five, five, Got it. Cool. Money, 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 money. Excellent. Sounds good, brother. Have a good slumber.